I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Um, was it coerced? Brendan, are you feeling coerced? <laughs> I'm feeling coerced. Happy, um, happy Thanksgiving to to our listeners in the United States, and happy yes er- early. I was saying it to you. Oh, to me, and happy early <laughs> podcast episode release to everyone else. Yes, and uh, because it's Thanksgiving, Joy Behar wants you to come out. Oh my God, I, everyone, <laughs> even, whether or not you are gay, just come out. See what happens. <laughs> and see what happens. Then see what happens in that clip, um, which was on the View today. It's it's so like maniacal and funny. But the the best part that nobody's talking about is Joy Behar says, "I think everyone should come out," and then yeah. Sunny just like agrees and it's like, "Yeah, yes. yeah." <laughs> yeah. But then also the one who looks most confused is Sarah Haynes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I actually came out during Thanksgiving. Not oh. at the table, but like Thanksgiving holiday I flew in and came out to my uh, family. Okay. So happy anniversary for to you then. Thank you. Um so yeah, so I think that kind of gives the context of the fact that there's not too much going on right now in the news in terms of like Reality news. Yeah, everyone's gone home. They've gone on vacation. Um, everyone's kind of checked out for the week because it is Thanksgiving in the U.S. Yeah, but but not us, baby. <laughs> okay, so we got a few news items. We got a Portia Williams interview with Kate Arthur of Variety. And Mm -hmm. we're kind of talking about a whole bunch of things. You know, we got Portia's Family Matters on the horizon, which some people have screeners and already kind of spoiling, which I kind of hate that. But they're they're. I think the consensus is they're they're surprised at how 
not good Portia comes across in her own spinoff show. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard uh, too from like the Queens of Bravo or whatever. Yes, that yeah, the Queens. I mean, we're the Queens, right? <laughs> you won't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's Bravo watchers in Queens the Borough. Yeah, yeah, maybe, perhaps. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but the other tidbit is, you know, the book is about to come out. I guess perfectly timed with the release of the show, uh, the Pursuit of Portia, and one big revelation that we are learning is like a very bad uh history that Portia Williams had in terms of kind of just like men in her life in general uh mm-hmm. that kind of formed like the way that she interacts with men and like has affected her relationships with men and one of those relationships in particular were with R Kelly and the variety article details like how terrible that was like being put in situations with like a whole bunch of women um mm-hmm. and then subsequently meeting not meeting him, but seeing him once again, many years later in her dish nation role and him like not even recollect recollecting who she was. That is crazy. I mean, obviously everyone knows all of the awful things that R Kelly has done. That's been covered in the media the past yeah. like two years or however, but I, I don't think I had any idea that Portia was involved in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am curious to see like, as the book is released, you know, what else comes of the book? And if I'm tempted to mm-hmm. like dive into it myself, uh, you know, both you and I are really into listening to these recent autobiographies that are coming out. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to Alaska from drag races one right now. Yeah. So I, I think we need to know, does Portia narrate? She must. She must. I mean, it would be a, a mistake if she didn't. She's so familiar with like being on mic through like Dish Nation. Like she not yeah. she needs to get on mic for this. Yeah, for sure. So hop on the mic. Um, but besides that, the other thing going on in the news is something that kind of started coming out like late last week. The fact that Karen Huger is getting a spinoff show. I mean. Has it been reported in any like reputable places aside from come through queen? Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) in one of the sources I checked out, which is all about rh.com there sounds, sounds legit. There was uh, seemingly a picture of Karen doing a confessional, not in a look that we saw, saw in Potomac with her, like with Raven, her daughter, like arm in arm with her. Okay. So to me, that is some evidence. Right? It's some evidence, but it could also be a situation where they had filmed for Potomac and it wasn't used, right? I, I don't think I don't think we have ever seen evidence of confessional looks that have not come to air. Because they weren't used confessional looks up until the past couple years have been under lock and key. Okay. Like we never used to like see the looks and then post like posting photos in front of the green screen until like, I mean like Denise Richards is one of the first. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, uh, so uh, the other thing that makes me kind of believe it is apparently it's already wrapped. Apparently what it is, is a family show. And this like does not make me believe it with just her 
Ray, Raven, and Brandon, who, who Brandon's barely, barely been on the show. Mm-hmm. And, but, but then back to what makes me believe it is that it's set to premiere in early 2022. And mm-hmm. I would imagine it is in the Sunday night block with, which is where Porsche's family matters is going to be. That mm-hmm. is only going to be so many episodes and then we've only really got off the ground with Atlanta in the past few weeks. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like it's weird that we're getting this style of spin-off that feels very 2013, 2014 to me when all the girls were getting like their little wedding spin-offs. Yeah. Um I'm interested in it as far as like Potomac people who like should get family uh, spinoffs. Know. <laughs> no, no, not I'm not even saying that. I was thinking oh. top contender could be would be like Wendy's family for me. Whose family? Because we've like Wendy. Oh Dr. Wynn. Okay. Because we spent a lot of time for them. I mean obviously Giselle's number two. But okay, yeah, that's what I because, thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I want to throw people for a loop every once in a while. It can't be okay, too okay. Uh, obvious. Yeah. But I mean, like, we've spent a lot of time with uh, the Osefos, and I feel like that would be an interesting thing. Giselle and the daughters would be an interesting thing. An hour every week of the daughters dragging Giselle to hell. Who doesn't yeah. want to see that? I mean, I I did not think about it, but I think both Wendy and. Candace legitimately have a lot going on in their lives to cover, sure. to foot, to fill out a show. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I don't know what Karen and Giselle are doing besides being on TV. Well, these shows are mostly about antics anyways. Like when they spin you off, you're doing a lot of antics. That's why the Manzo <laughs> show lasted so long because the Manzos were so good at antics. I mean, that's like they created antics really. It's like these shows are designed to be early Kardashians where it's like, mm. oh, we decided to buy some chickens. Let's see like what Caitlyn does with the chickens or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Hopefully we get like a little bit more information soon. Some more solid confirmation. Hopefully this is not just a fan fiction that we're reporting on <laughs> in a news segment. I know. And like, I, that's why I asked if we have a reputable source because I want to keep ourselves honest. Yeah, I mean, we don't have any e online. We don't have a people. We don't have a variety. We're we're in the blogs. We're in the blogs, and sometimes you got to be in the blogs on Thanksgiving week because that's yes. all that's all that's giving anything. <laughs> yeah, that's it's the one that's giving thanks. Um, okay, so we have no pup rules this week, which is interesting. Like, what? Why did we take off for that? I'm. I was confused by it too when I saw that Ruggets Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip was airing mm-hmm. on my television screen. Yeah. I guess to give because Pump Rules is such low priority right now and like let's give the girls the All-Stars a little promo on the actual TV. Yeah. I mean the Rugget rollout has truly been psychotic. We do not know when the next episode is going to air, where, how, why. Well, we know we, where, start- we know where. Yeah, we know, but like yeah, episode one's on Bravo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like you kind of have to be at the mindset of like always be ready. You know? The thing about, yeah, the thing about TV and things is like it's run <laughs> by people like us who just like everyone's kind of a mess, especially after the last mm. 18 months. So the people at Peacock are just trying their best here. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Really like supporting the corporation. Love it. Hoping <laughs> <laughs> for, for that. that no, no, no. I'm supporting the people because people yes. are not corporations. Mm-hmm. No, but the Supreme Court famously. Despite what the Supreme Court famously <laughs> said. Yeah, but. Okay. <laughs> so. How did we get here? <laughs> let's get to part three of Potomac. We are picking up with Zen Wen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the fan reaction to Zen Wen, they're not loving it. And, you know, I feel like I'm loving it because she's awake, number one. You know? She's awake. Sometimes, sometimes these girls, they come to the reunion. They're a little sleepy. Remember that, like, one season Vicky was asleep? Remember that one season uh, Erica Jane was asleep? To me, yeah. the well, Vicky like actually took a awake. pill to make herself asleep that year. Yeah, so I like when we're awake. Um, and then, you know, Zen Wen. I feel like she is able to like make her arguments, and sometimes I don't agree with it, but like at least we are engaging in conversation. All and can I say something about can I can I say yeah. something about Zen Wen in this season? People like. Mm. Some people seem to have turned on her, but like, think mm. about what we like from these shows. We like mm. the ridiculous. We like the iconography. Like, mm. the fact that she is embroiled in this dispute about candle wicks, that yeah. is something brand new that we've never seen on these shows. Yeah. And that is something that we love to see. Even her behavior on this reunion, like, her total like high and low as far as reunion props going to the Kinko's and getting the big poster board of the text message. And then just seconds later, bringing a loose leaf folder when last year we had the binder. I feel like she really is bringing the ridiculousness housewives behavior that we appreciate. Okay. I think the other thing to consider is I, I like that the stakes are lower in terms of it's not a Candace and Monique scuffle it's not a right. erica jane scandal it's not a jen shot arrest it's a little easier to digest yeah but the stakes are high for wendy which is why she's acting in the way she does because like think about think of like if i started saying that pe- the blogs are saying that you're cheating on alex or whatever yeah. you'd be mad at me of course um and i do think like i'm glad she was able to drive home the point of the hundreds versus million millions. She said yeah. millions, but I think it's million. I think she right? said like a hundred million. And I was like, is that what they're <laughs> getting in the ratings? I mean, like <laughs> I, follow, doing the math here? I follow Robert ratings on Twitter and we're, we are cracking a million over on Potomac, but like, the funny thing about that Twitter account is we all believe everything they say, which maybe rightfully so, no, but like they've it's never Bible. linked, they've never linked out to a source in a tweet that I've seen. I believe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe. okay. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of Zen Wen. We are finally touching down on Robin, who we have not even discussed at all this reunion. I know to get the Robin package in hour three. Kind of. Rough. <laughs> yeah. I did not love the answer in terms of like, oh, I like, I can't imagine we would not be able to work with Macy's and TJ Maxx or whatever. And like, maybe rethink 
the way we are putting out the product. Right. Because she's saying like, oh, my profits are so tight that I got to do, I got to kill it on e-commerce and I am killing it on e-commerce. But I would think as if you partner with one of these bigger brands, you're able to like expand your production, maybe lower the Mm -hmm. cost, do this Mm -hmm. or that. Like, listen, I'm not a hat maker, but I'm just like, I think the reaction of all the other ladies and Andy were kind of like, oh my God, like, how are you passing up this opportunity? Right. The question is, have you bought from Embellish, Dan? Well, I'm not the target market because as we learned, like the um, like the selling point is the silk uh, protective thing in the hat. Mm-hmm. You know, there... you could still support your number two girl, though. I know there actually was one design I was feeling, but it was always sold out. So okay. I'm not going to be like checking embellished on a daily basis. Okay. Which is why we need Big Macy's fan. in there to get like the stock. So you can walk through Macy's 34th yeah. street. Yeah. <laughs> and it will be a miracle that I could find the, the embellished. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we're, we're also discussing one and I mean, this comes up later, but, you know, it's like we get one and we don't get one. Right. You know? And I understand the argument in terms of, like, he has an actual job that he has to attend. And it's not a job mm-hmm. where it could be like, I'm taking off this week. I'm not taking off this week. Blah, blah, blah. But then, I don't know. It's just, I feel like that, the one is the pull for Robin. And if we're not getting one, I think her position is in jeopardy. The interesting is Andy's access point for understanding what uh, Robin was saying here was Jen Shaw. Oh my God. I know. I know. And Coach Shaw. <laughs> and like that, this is all filmed in a post Jen Shaw world. So for him to, yeah. to, to, to utter her name in this was a shock to me. <laughs> my thing was like that in that profession, a coaching profession. Mm. I get that you're like shaping lives of these athletes and doing a lot of good. <laughs> yeah. But like, maybe let's figure out a schedule where like one coach can take a little time off mm. and like, like a little rotating schedule or something to get yeah. people home with their families. And it also like, if the coaches are spending so much time or the student, I guess the students are like not always there because the coaches have to go find mm-hmm. other students to coach or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking more students, more coaches, more every, more of everything. Yeah, just maybe like we all need a little personal time and time with our wives, our ex-wives. Yeah, yeah time with our fiance, ex-wife, <laughs> future wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm just advocating. If anyone knows that whoever runs all the sports in this country, let yeah. them know my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. We... We're also, we're getting all the husbands out. And this is Mm -hmm. like in conjunction with my Juan conversation in terms of, I don't love all the husbands coming out and looking all lopsided. Like we got like three husbands on this side. We got one on the other side. Mm -hmm. Where's Michael? Where's Juan? Where's the luggage? Yeah. Literally the only person who doesn't have a partner right now is Giselle. So like, where's everyone else? So I I almost want to say, all or nothing, or bring out the one that we really need to talk to, which is Chris Bassett. Yes. Because, like, listen, I love Eddie. I stand Eddie, but I don't really need him there. Ray, I've never needed there. And then actually, G... Wait, are you saying you want 
Ray to drop dead. Is that what you're saying? You <laughs> I, want him, I want him six feet on. No, no, I would never. I want Ray to, I want Ray to live. I was worried about him get, like getting all close to Nikki in that video that Nikki posted. Okay, let's not act like he's like a thousand years old. He's in his 70s. Good. Okay, he's good. Vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let me touch on G before we get to the other men. G, surprise that he kind of came out there like tail between the legs, ready to just make nice. I know, wild. It's interesting because do we think we'll ever see his face again? I don't think we'll ever see either of their faces again. Yeah, exactly. That's like the vibe I'm getting right now. Mm-hmm. One I even think wonder. I even think like Mia is almost almost like mentally preparing for this departure as we like close out the season and contract season begins. Well, I mean, definitely on social media, she's yes. basically saying she's not coming back. But I wonder, do you think she would have? I think she probably would have been invited back if she wanted to come. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. no. Oh you th- no. Actually, I don't know. You think this is her choice? I don't think this is her choice. I don't know. The way she's acting on... Like, I don't see anything in the show that would be like, oh, we don't need her anymore. Because I think she she was a big part of this season as far as, like, the end of season drama. I think the problem is, who does she film with? Right. You know? She can't just Mm -hmm. film with G. Right. But I mean, like, everyone else can kind of make nice with her in a way. Yeah, I just don't know if they were... Usually a reunion is setting up the making nice for the next season. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't see that happening right now. But I like G flabbergasting uh, Ashley with his apology was like enjoyable to watch. Oh, yeah. Ashley. Ashley. Okay, Ashley. <laughs> I. It's interesting how much we are talking about the... Michael Juan love affair. I would suck his dick conversation mm-hmm. like so far from when it happened. Well, because what Ashley does, Ashley's sitting here literally rewriting history. She is pretending like Michael is like this perfect man who does nothing wrong. And yeah. we have years and years of evidence of him sexually harassing people, grabbing yeah. asses like years in, from season one episode whatever that was that party we were at yeah so it's like her her wanting to rewrite history on michael it's just like the most frustrating thing about ashley and it's like i feel like every year we're like oh the finale last season that was the last straw she's finally gonna wake the fuck up and get the Mm -hmm. fuck out of there but no it just keeps on happening and happening yeah well i think the the quick pregnancy of the second child kind of stopped anything from happening you know what i mean Right. But like, we have to stop acting like Ashley is like feeling like we have to stop acting like Ashley is one day going to wake up. A light's going to turn on and Mm. she's going to be like, bye, Michael, because if she wanted to and she's seen the behavior for the past several years, she would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, the Eddie stuff was interesting in terms of him just being like, yeah, I'm going to be cordial to Giselle, but it's not like I'm best friends with her, you know? Right. Uh, there wasn't really much to Ray, but then I think to me, the one that 
Because you know how sometimes in other cities, one husband comes out? Yes. It would have been Chris Bassett, because I think that's where the most stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that Mama Dot calls, I think that was a production choice, right? I love that. But, like, there's no way that as we are seated in this, like, many-hour day, she calls at the perfect time for conversation to come up, right? Yeah. No, I, I think you're I think you're right. I think you're onto something. Yeah. So these TV shows are produced. They are produced. There are producers yeah. like in the credits. Yeah. So uh, this whole conversation is riveting to me in terms of Candace navigating what's going on with her family. It's just the things that these people are willing to say about in-laws relatives mm. on television is always so wild to me and it's like then they're expected to like hang out without the tv cameras and like get along well yeah i mean candace talking about i have to go to my in-laws and face them mm-hmm. with everything that has been said by my mother <laughs> right exactly bleak wow. i would like have we met have we met chris bassett's parents no Definitely I would like not. to meet them. I would but love to I'm, meet them. I'm surprised. Like, were they at the wedding? <laughs> did they get a Chiron? They must have been. They must have they been. They must have been. Did we get a Chiron? I don't know, but I'd love to go to dinner with them. Not me personally, but like on the show. Yeah. You know what's kind of interesting is that in the beginning, beginning, we we met his kids, but that the kid conversation did not come up at all in the reunion. Oh yeah, that one episode. I mean, maybe a couple. It was like a few them. episodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but that was not brought up at all during the reunion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then throughout this episode, we're teasing Andiana Minaj. The way that Andy's like going to like see her in the middle during breaks mm-hmm. and like all this rollout, it's like it, it was kind of enjoyable as far as like a new element added to yeah. the reunion, something we've never seen and them trying to uh, trick these women. Yeah. It's just, it sucks that this is occurring with such a polarizing figure mm-hmm. in terms of everything going on in her own <laughs> marriage, her own marriage. The thing like her, husband's victim appearing on the real which is like the real is kind of part of the broader yeah. cinematic universe or the real house it is part of the real house cinematic universe with yeah. garcelle being a host it's just wild on the heels of all the vaccine stuff mm-hmm. so it's, it's like you kind of have to <laughs> disassociate and glaze over in order to like find any enjoyment in it but then at the same yeah. time like it is enjoyable because it's so different from everything we've ever experienced during a reunion. Yeah, it's it's a whole new world. Yeah. I it's I don't know if I like she's the best person to be challenging the women. She's not at all, and that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. It's almost like putting you're basically grabbing Danielle Staub and being mm. like host a reunion episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. It's sure. like putting a really polarizing housewife in Andy's chair. Yeah. Which is which makes it interesting. Yeah. We got a taste of what's to come. 
in terms of, you know, she just sits in the chair and then goes after Ashley immediately. I know. And it sounded like from um, the interview that we're going to talk about with Wendy Osefo that she's going to go one by one. I know. Well, you could see as Nikki is going after Ashley, Karen and Wendy grabbing each other in fright. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so aggressive. And it's also just like, I mean, if you think about it, it's more than just what happens on the TV screen. Mm. It's going to be everything that happens after the episode airs because the Barbs are the most powerful people on the internet. Yeah, yeah. In a way. And I loved Candy Gal defending Ashley. Mm-hmm. And, and like, there's photos that have come out of the two of them posing together at the reunion, which this, this is what I like. This is what I want to see. I like it. They, they studied at, um, the Tamara Barney (laughs) judge school of housewivery. Famously number three on our all time housewives list. Yeah. They're they're trying to climb the ladder. (laughs) They're doing what Tamara did, or I hope they do what Tamara did with Gretchen back in the day, which we actually covered in on our Patreon recently because we covered the first two episodes of uh, Heather Bro's first season. And that is also the time when Tamara and Gretchen decide to do a truce and become besties. Oh my God. And this upcoming season of Potomac would be season seven, which was. Season that seven season? of OC. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Whoa. You could write a term paper on that shit. Oh, I sure can. <laughs> I mean, actually, it would need to be after season seven airs to like find all the other parallels, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I love this reunion. Mm-hmm. I uh, can't wait for the next part. And then I just also can't wait for the rumblings of season seven what's happening yeah in potomac in season seven Ooh, will we have season seven with four ogs oh my god i we all know the one that's most at risk is robin yes yeah so hopefully i want it to happen i think like it would be nice if we get to a point in some housewife cities that like they've proven enough enough that they work well together and that like they're actual friends on some level that we can, we don't have to have like a continuously changing every yeah. single season, every aspect of the step of the yeah. cast. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's put our skis on and go to Salt Lake city. Let's get the dogs out or whatever. Is that but, animal abuse? That feels like animal. Abuse. Uh, they look like they're having fun. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, you know, Everyone was hooting and hollering about the prior week's episode. Mm -hmm. In some ways, this episode to me was even better. Yes. And I agree. I just feel like Salt Lake City is getting better and better as the weeks go on. I, so, you know, we all loved Beverly Hills this season, but I feel like right now in Salt Lake, these past two episodes, we are reaching higher heights Mm-hmm. than any one particular episode of Beverly Hills that just aired. And you know what it is? It's all, it's all casting. Mm-hmm. It's this cast is like, 
so good in a lot of ways and so weird in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's, I tweeted something along these lines, but I, it's great when we have like a cohesive group of friends to like bring us through one of these housewife seasons, mm-hmm. but it's also fun when we've got like some almost Alex McCordian energy with some weirdos popped in. Sure. So that the rest of the group can react and yeah. like play that game too. And I want to point out something to you that you, you or you listening as a listener may not have realized this episode is the first time we are all on a trip together. We're not though. I, but like not Jen Shaw cause Jen Shaw is in jail right now, <laughs> but like, but there has not been a, there's not been a trip on Salt Lake city until this episode. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I get your point, but it's, Unfortunately, because Jen Shaw got arrested, it still doesn't true. It's not true. So we have to get to the point where we all are on the same trip. In a way, Jen Shaw's presence is the biggest presence on this trip. I love you trying to like <laughs> get this in there, but unfortunately, I can't give it to you until we're actually all on the same trip. Okay. Uh, and and so like if we had if we had all been in that limo together at one oh. point. I could see the argument, but unfortunately, Mary and Meredith ruined that. So, oh my god, I gotta say, this episode made me more upset about the fact that we were not in the limo together. Yeah, I was so Agreed. annoyed about about that. Could you imagine Mary in that limo? <laughs> <laughs> what like, would have happened? Biting chips and saying "ouch" <laughs> while the women are like actually digesting what's going on. Like, let's redo it and put her in that limo. Yeah. Oh my! In like Meredith Marks. Meredith Marks does not participate in such bits of traveling. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's lives in New York City, so what does she got yeah. to do? Okay. We're picking up with the dinner from the prior night, and I think the the conversation is like mostly at this point about. I guess the shaw shocker of this moment is is Jen Shaw cheating on Sharif. I know. When Meredith went over it to like hug Lisa. Yes. Meredith. She's just showing us a new person all the time. There's layers. She's an onion. She is like, you know, we'll call Mary a weirdo. We'll call Mm -hmm. Jenny a weirdo. We'll call Lisa Barlow a weirdo. Meredith Marks is a big time weirdo. Oh yeah. Maybe the biggest, the biggest weirdo. I think it's just like when we like an alien, if I've ever seen one. Yeah. I think it's the wealth that she has, the lifestyle Mm -hmm. that she lives so that like when she's around the rest of these women, it's so confusing. Yeah. I need to get my head around the wealth in terms of... Is it real? Not is it real, but how did we get from A to B? I don't know. But it's like the lifestyle that she lives. They're, all, they're always on like a roof. Because she has a JD and MBA. Two graduate okay. degrees. Right? Seemingly never practiced law, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you're obsessed with this part. I am obsessed with that part. Uh, Seth, he's, what is he doing? Liquidating? <laughs> is that what he's doing? I don't even know what liquidating is. I think this was briefly explained during season one, either in the season or during the reunion, in terms of he like goes to a failing company and kind of just like... Turns them to liquid. Turns them to... <laughs> You like liquidating. <laughs> you know, literally liquidating sounds like something from like Ghostbusters. Mm, okay. Like you get out that like machine and then like oh. there's the guy from the high C uh, box and you liquidate him. Or you secret life of Alex Mack and turn into a little metal puddle. Yeah. It could also be like family double dare when they do the slime down. Okay. That's liquidating. Yeah. Is there, is there general generational wealth involved? There's generosity so, of spirit. I don't know. There's so many possibilities. I hope we do solve the mystery of Meredith Marks someday. I also was so disappointed with the fact that we were like in the throes of this dinner, went to commercial mm-hmm. and then came back waking up the next morning. I know that was stupid. Uh, there's, I want to see footage of who's staying up at night, who's chatting, who's going to bed, Mm-hmm. I, this could have been probably a full episode of that dinner alone. I know. And it was like, we didn't even get to the point where Meredith was basically putting her ultimatum down and like oh, yes, drawing yes, yes, her yes. little line in the sand of like, I don't want to talk. Like, I don't want to be around her. And Jenny, Jenny's like trying to say something about her relationship with Jen, a person she's met like once or twice. Yes, twice. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lisa Barlow's like at this point, very much team Meredith, but Mm -hmm. like we've seen on social that that's going to change. So yeah. This could have gone all night. Yeah. And then the breakfast scene could have been another full episode. Oh my God. Just like the dynamics. Okay. Just before the breakfast scene, I want to say, I think my problem with Heather Gay is she's almost overcompensating for everything she's been taught and raised to think. Yeah. She's like, okay, don't, uh, it's kind of like, don't love the sinner or whatever, whatever she was talking about in terms of in, in Mormonism, you know, you're told to like shun the person and she's like, no, I want to bring her in. Right. She's what she said was along the lines of when everyone's like fleeing, yes. I'm going in. Like she yeah. thinks she's a firefighter in the yes. Jen Shaw house. <laughs> yes. And, and that Shaw, Shaw shocker on fire. Yeah. Okay. So the next morning, breakfast, I, that breakfast could have been the breakfast episode. It really could have been from like Heather <laughs> Gay. Heather Gay say, what did she say? Like if you're leaning, you could be cleaning. To, oh yeah, <laughs> to, to Whitney. Like making them she's making the mimosas. She's yelling at Whitney because Whitney's not doing anything. Um, doing Whitney, the French toast. She's making mounds of French toast, like as far as the eye can see. I will say, when Whitney was making her one egg, I was kind of with Mary as far as like when you're on when you're like on a trip like that. Like if you're making eggs, you got to make it for everyone. Uh yeah. Okay. So she was making what appeared to be a well done over easy. Yeah. That was truly like a, it's like beyond crispy. It was a charred egg. And yeah. then, and so that's not something you can like easily make on that 
and mass. Like when I'm cooking in a Provincetown situation, we are doing a large scramble, unless I'm trying to show off and I'm doing like perfectly poached eggs for everybody. Oh, you love to fucking show off. Um, no, but that's what I mean. Like a large scramble is pretty typical and yeah. what you would, I mean, I feel like she needs to learn a little bit. Like mm. if you're going to make one egg, like yeah. get the large scramble going on the side. Otherwise you look like an asshole. Yeah. So, but also I'm not trying to make eggs for my enemies or eggs. As <laughs> when, when, when he called it, I'm not making her an egg. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh okay. So Mary grabbing the plate with the well done egg. And there was avocado on that plate as well. Ugh. Putting that plate in the microwave, placing the paper towel on top and nuking it was truly next level. I mean, I almost think the worst off part of that is the avocado. Yeah, that is pretty. Yeah, like who wants to eat a steamy hot avocado? It's like the best part about an avocado is when it's like cold and fresh, cold, baby. fresh, creamy, etc. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Barlow, B berries, bacon, Barlow, Brendan, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, love the gals splitting off. Who's doing the dog sledding? Who's doing the veil shops and ice skating? This is this is classic housewives, which I love. The classic housewives splitting off into groups. Which uh, would you choose? Uh I I would love to try to fit both in the schedule. Are you talking about who would I choose to hang out with? No, like what activity? Uh, yeah, it's hard. Uh maybe the dog sledding just because. I, while I would like to do ice skating again at some point in my life, the wrist is a, wor- a worry for me. My weak wrist. True. And if you have Zyrtec, which that was a funny fucking moment when the, <laughs> oh, the yeah. guy, I think his name was Guy. His name was like Austin or Guy. Um, he thought the dog was named Zyrtec or yeah. like someone's dog was named Zyrtec. That was funny. Yeah. I mean, I am pretty allergic to dogs, but not so much like in an outside setting. I think it's kind of like COVID, you know, like if we're outside, we're good. You know? Yeah. I still am uncomfortable with the dog sledding because I like, I don't know if it's bad or not. I would need like someone's opinion. Okay. And then I actually spent a lot of time as a kid Eighth grade was a big year ice skating, spending time at the ice skating rink oh. for me. So feels like it w- we would like hang out there on a Friday night. Oh my God. You know, in middle school, they loved going to the ice skating rink and to the roller rink. And I was rarely invited. <laughs> so Uh-oh. maybe that's why I don't want to go ice skating. Seventh grade was the roller rink. And it wasn't about like skating. It was about like hanging out yeah. like, around the arcade and like just like talking with people. You know, like those are the big days of like you find like a corner to just hang out with your friends and sit on the floor. Yeah. And, like that's your social life, but it's in a place where your parents feel comfortable that you're safe. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't part of that scene. But like, you know, Ooh, but like, I was invited. you know what's funny is like, is you think. I, I, I feel like if some people, if they're not invited, they'd be like, oh my God, like, uh, but then I was just like having the time of my life gaming. <laughs> well, yeah, I've had, I had years like that as a 
youth, like in high school, there was like one summer where all I did was like go to work and like hang out by myself and like yeah. chat with people online. And I was totally fine with that. And yeah. when we got back to school, I still had plenty of friends. Yeah. You need to be comfortable like hanging out with yourself. I know. Yeah. I mean, I was going to spend Thanksgiving just alone in the city. <gasps> and I, I swear, like people had that reaction or like my mom was like worried about me. And I'm like, I'm just, uh. I'm like. I like want to walk around. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. <laughs> don't don't there, worry. Oh, I'm having Thanksgiving dinner with people in my home, but yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, the thing when they were walking around uh, Vale, when Mary says, when they were saying, oh, what does this remind you of? And Mary says, reminds me of Harry Potter in Disneyland. Hilarious because it's uh, in Universal. Uh, it's kind of, you know, I don't expect everyone to know the ins and outs of like, you know, Marvel is 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 the superheroes and that's owned by Disney and this or that. But I think it's pretty common knowledge that Harry Potter is not part of the Disney Cinematic Universe. Also, you would think an NBC Universal employee yes, would know that. Please, please. I mean, Andy, get her on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have that. Then we have our little. Oh my god! I'm gonna fuck up the, the miss. I want to mispronounce this. Raclette, raclette. Uh, you should like look to Google. It, well, it's a cheese. It's a cheese, yeah. right? Um, true. And listen, I love food. So into learning about different foods from different countries. Literally, never heard about any of this. Probably because it's so cheese forward. Have you heard sure. about this? It seems familiar-ish, but yeah, I don't know. There's just so many different steps that I wasn't really understanding. Like we're calling it a fondue, but there seems to be a hibachi element to it, or mm -hmm. kind of like, um, I don't even know just, what. Just like a grill that you're like cooking yeah. your own food. But yeah. that's, I think that's sometimes part of fondue culture. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, no, like actually fondue culture is like, you, they have bring you another bowl with like oil that you like dip your thing. Oh, I don't know. I've never, I? I think so. I, I've never been to the melting pots. Oh, do you remember you know when that was a big thing? You know, what's funny. I have been to the melting pot, but I think I just disassociated because I could not partake in so much of it. I just have no recollection of what I did. <laughs> was it the one in Boston? Cause I remember no, walking by that one all the time. I think it was in in Jersey somewhere. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. That melting pot is New Jersey. Yeah. Oh my God. But side note, that made me remember, remember in Boston, fire and ice. Yes. Oh my God. Disgusting. No, went I there loved like it. I loved one it. time, <laughs> went there one time the first week that I lived in Boston, my freshman year and never yeah. went back. Yeah. Basically what it was. <laughs> listeners, <I love> it. <laughs> it's like a place where you walk around to these different stations. I might not remember it completely yeah. correctly. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, there's like raw ingredients. Yeah. There's like, vegetables like other stuff that you can put into this bowl with like maybe rice or something i don't know sure. and then you bring it to this like giant space where yes. there's these people who are running this big grill yes and they like cook your like bowl of stuff on that grill and you yes. like, stand there and like wait to for them to do that then you go back to your table and you eat yeah no i loved it i mean because it's kind of like it's like a buffet meets a hibachi situation and but then for me, there was like the added 
level of fear slash thrill in terms of I, I'm praying that the person next to me doesn't have a cheese element in their dish oh. that will spill over into mine. I thought you meant like the fear of like salmonella. No, no, no. It's they're the not like the problem with what? The problem with spaces like that and like buffets in general actually is yeah. like not everyone's on the same schedule when you go to the buffet. <laughs> so some people take a longer time and like the point of going out to eat with people oftentimes is to talk to people. So like sometimes you don't have like other people at the table with you. We used to go to this place all the time as kids called Ryan's country buffet like we were regulars and my grandpa knew everyone there and it's like it was great there's so many options and it's amazing but then like when sitting at the table sometimes you're just there alone yeah i mean that's kind of like when you're on vacation like we just said you have the breakfast buffet yeah yeah and like we just said we are comfortable with being alone but like dining out (laughs) you want to be with people okay i don't know uh okay so mary is on mary is like truly two on at this at this event but not in like i'm yeah. drunk just like she's on one <laughs> all starting with like talking to the camera uh talking to the camera being like oh i just talked to myself it's because of the pandemic and like have we ever seen a housewife look dead on and speak dead on to the camera so much in a scene i don't think so but yeah we love to see it i think charting new paths uh so yeah, we have our little dinner. It quickly turns into dessert right away. We go outside. We learn about the dietetic s'more. Mm-hmm. And then Mary and Whitney get into it. Mary's pretending to fall asleep, which was iconic. Like watching Mary and Lisa nuzzle on Meredith from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> the pretending to fall asleep, Vicky convulsing about. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's pretty drunk too because they've been doing shots, shot skis, luges. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, have you ever spent time doing luges? The loot, like a luge. There were a few, a few during college. Tim and Trang's wedding had one. Do you remember? There was that? a few at weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like you know, I am not a big proponent of shot culture to begin with. Yeah, especially especially in my advanced age. Yeah, yeah. Now that you're getting up there with Ray, it really is. Yeah, yeah. we got to like protect ourselves first <laughs> and foremost. Uh, so yeah, not looking to do luges, but I guess if I was on a show, I would be partaking. That's true. Uh, so then when after Mary scampers off, we truly have the moment of moments of talking about Mary once she has departed. Mm-hmm. And this was only three minutes, but three very important minutes of television, I would say. Yes. <laughs> the the religious trauma. Okay. Ken, this is where we now have to, to, to get to the bottom of why is Meredith riding so hard for Mary? I have no idea. It's one thing for us to kind of pretend Mary's a normal person and let's like hang out, interact, blah, blah, blah. But it's another level to be ride and ride or die for this woman. Yeah, and it's just like interesting, given that Meredith is a weirdo, like we discussed earlier, but she's also been pretty savvy as far as up until recently, as far as um how she's kind of like 
become a Bravo celebrity, figure it out. Oh, I should be like inviting this person to this thing. Like I should be like attending this thing um, or whatever. Like, for example, she's become friends with like Dolores, who's like a beloved sure. housewife. So for her to be so cozying up to Mary, after, given all the like red flags everywhere to me yeah. is bizarre. So I think a lot of the Mary stuff in terms of, is this a cult? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. That conversation was happening during season one. So Mary, it was happening pre-season one. Pre, pre-season one, but even more during season one. So Mary, yeah. we're walking into season two and being like, oh, I'm going to bat for this woman. I, I, have, I don't get it. Rather than just sitting back and l- let's see how it plays out. Yeah, and my thing is, her and Barlow mm. seemed like they were close friends last year, and then there's even glimpses of it this year. And I wanted—I forgot to talk about it when we were talking about the ice skating thing. But Barlow and Meredith walking through that town with those huge puffer yes. jackets that yeah. like go down to their knees, and then wearing the ice skating costumes or whatever—it's like yeah. they're obviously like coordinating on something. Why can't they coordinate on like their reaction to Mary? Yeah. Okay. But Lisa Barlow, uh, what's the, what's the producing and being a sniper from the side and knowing when to pivot, knowing when to, all these antics. And then I think part of the, the joy in watching it is how not good of a job she's doing at it. But the blurting out he mortgages he mortgages his house and gave her 300 grand was an iconic moment in television history it really really was okay something else before we get to watch Romans live and i there's been a little bit of chatter about this and i think i need to dive into it this weekend and i watched the first 5 minutes of it apparently the after show for the most recent two episodes is kind of like untucked. If you're not watching the after show, you're only getting half the story. Okay. The first five minutes of last week's after show, which I was able to watch today, they build it up with Jen Shaw, like taking a seat at the after show. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Jen Shaw is part of the after show. Oh my God. Because famously, Erica Jane was not part of the Beverly Hills after show. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got lost for one second, and I okay. thought you were talking about the Watch Happens Live after show, but no, now I know you're talking no. about the... It's a YouTube Bravo after shouldn't show. Have so many, I know. Bravo shouldn't have so many after shows. Call it something else. But I, yes, now I'm on... I, I, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they air after shows so... For all the shows, they start like halfway through the season. You never even know, should I be watching this? Should I not be watching this? I do think this kind of might be important. The reason I'm bringing this up now is in Watch Women's Live and also this after show, Meredith Marks is dying on this hill of, well, if if, uh, Cameron was not coerced to mortgage his home and give Mary $300,000, then it's okay. Right. And then she compares on Watch Women's Live 
the $300,000 to the $1 million donation from that guy at to the LGBTQ organization at mm-hmm. Angie's charity event, which I don't see how you can compare the two. Yeah. It's like one of them from what I, from the outside looking in Cameron is being told by his faith leader yeah. that he has to give money in order to, I, I guess the way that the, they talk about it in those spaces is like help the church. And then like the way that Mary might bring it to the next level, it, could be like allegedly like to get to heaven it's like a totally different transaction as far as like where someone's coming from okay so with the donation to the organization the lgbtq organization this man is just a wealthy man like a wealthy businessman who is not going into debt to make this donation cameron should not be going into debt to contribute to this church for a church leader who is living this lavish lifestyle, owns multiple Mm -hmm. properties across the United States, maybe internationally as well. Mm -hmm. Like why should a parishioner be mortgaging their home and contributing a dollar when this woman is like living a very not comfortable life, like an extravagant life. Yeah. And it's like Meredith's trying to look at this, like, I guess, quote unquote, legally or whatever, when she should be looking at it morally. And it's like bizarre that she's on this hill, like willing to die for Mary rights. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm dying to get to the reunion, but Andy's, Andy's reaction to, to her saying, Oh, well, was it coerced? And he's like, Oh, interesting. Like, no, that's not the reaction. (laughs) I want like, does it need to be coerced (laughs) or coerced it's also it was also interesting watching like amy phillips was the guest Mm. uh when Meredith was on and yeah it's interesting watching somebody who is so in like amy phillips job is to recap bravo so she is like living in the same world that like we're probably living as living in as far as like the way that a lot of bravo fans see it so it's like was interesting to see her body language when Meredith was like yeah go, going down in a fire on watch happens live and yeah. I, I just thought like go watch the videos because it's it is an interesting like yeah. experience and it's something that Dan and I you and I've talked about privately a couple of these uh SLC wives have used their watch happens live appearances to like take away any like good graces that the fans yeah. have for them like <laughs> Heather Gay's appearances have been like psycho too. Yeah. But what's strange is I don't really see a, an anti-Meredith reaction yet. Maybe we'll come to that next week. Because not everyone watch, watches Watch Women's Live, I guess. Yeah. So at this point. That's a like, good point. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's to, maybe she's convinced some people as the lawyer she is. And maybe mm. people are agreeing with her because she's making a quote unquote good argument. Yeah. I mean, the preview for next week looks really great. I mean, it seems like Heather is now anti-Mary, but then she doesn't act like that on Watch Happens Live, so I don't even know what to make of anything. Which is weird that she doesn't act like that on Watch Happens Live because Mary has come after her on social media. It's just yes. like, it's it's a lot. Everyone's so weird. 
Is yeah. the is the least weird one Whitney. But she's got other weird things. Oh yeah, she's I'm saying least, not not weird. <laughs> to me, I guess she's the she's the one I feel like I could land with somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, after her like after her like logical turn during last week's bus ride where she was like spitting out facts about something I had no idea about. Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's continue on our skis from Vale ski cross country to Vermont far mm-hmm. for the winter house finale. Yes. And I want to preface this by saying that my YouTube TV fucked up. So I only joined the show 20 minutes in so dan needs to like explain some things to me okay we're picking up from the last episode with sierra and austin having the heart to heart uh issue about the ex which is madison he remember he got the text from madison Mm -hmm. that she was in the hospital or whatever and then that like sends him to Mm -hmm. a tailspin and that's when mm-hmm. he was like, oh, Lindsay, I want to cry to you right now. But then, like, he doesn't even say what he was trying to say, which sends Lindsay right. into her own tailspin. Right. Yeah. So that's all happening. And, like, that Lindsay tailspin, it's like two tailspins that are, like, flying around in space and then eventually crash crash into each other later on, later on in the episode. Yes, exactly. It's it, It's, like... There's so much happening in this universe that like we're all going to have to deal with later in life. Yeah. Cause there's so many so, shows meeting up. Which perfectly leads us to the point that was stressing me out, which you also missed, which Craig gets a text from Natalie, which is his current girlfriend mm-hmm. saying that she went out to dinner with, Madison the night before. And then we get a flashback from like watch Rebens live footage and maybe Southern charm reunion footage of like Natalie talk. No, of Madison talking shit about Natalie. And now it's like me jumping into movie 23 of the Marvel cinematic universe. Right. It's like, well, it's kind of like you're randomly watching WandaVision because it's mm. good, but then it's, yeah, there's so much other shit that you have to catch up on because you watch WandaVision. Exactly. So I feel like Southern Charm might become required viewing once again, which is <sighs> which is a lot to take on. I I mean, I guess we'll do it. I guess we'll do it because well, we'll get back to that in a minute. <laughs> let's, let's wait. But then can I can I wait one more yeah. thing? Yeah. Um, there was a request put in our Facebook group that we start covering oh. below below deck. Oh my like, god! No, but I I feel like there is a world where below deck will start to cross over, and you have a lot of catching up to do, bitch. Because I've wow. already done that work. Wow! I mean, Alexis Bellino started that train as well as Carrie Brittingham. So <laughs> yeah, Carrie Brittingham and uh, Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia Bailey was the first, I think. Oh, and Claudia Jordan. Okay, okay, okay. And the fact that like you're not on board, you're not literally on board the yacht with Claudia Jordan. 
Dan. I know, I know. As the Claudia Jordan super fan, I really should. And be. as as Below Deck becomes the more prominent, more successful franchise on Bravo, we got to think about things, Dan. Okay, well, we got to think about things. <laughs> like, come through boats coming soon. Oh my god! Okay, let's return to this episode where the theme of the last full day of skiing is like fighting for gay rights in a way. <laughs> oh, I did see that one screenshot of uh, Batula. Well, no, there's Batula. And then Craig had like a pride, the old pride flag wrapped around his neck. Good for them, I guess. I mean, but like yeah. Craig is also actively hanging out with Tommy Lauren or yeah. whatever. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. come on. Okay. Also during this last ski day, it reminded me of back when this was filming and I remember when they started filming, I was like, guys, it's late in the season for us to be doing a winter house. And here mm-hmm. we are 17 days later with 55 degree weather and the snow melting. And lo and behold, it's too late to be filming winter house. Yeah. It, and that, oh, is that also the same with like the, us trying to do maple syrup at a later point? It's not working because maybe it's too late in the season. Well, what's funny about the maple syrup is we go collect the maple syrup. I would have loved, can, could we like boil it down and see the fucking finished product? Luke does not have a storyline. Give us the maple syrup. Like we should he be doing like maple syrup but drizzled over ice cream or something. That Minnesota accent really came out this episode. Hmm. Which it doesn't always do with Luke. Maybe because he was like fearing going back to the city that the Minnesota was coming out. Oh yeah, the city was really scary or whatever. Yeah. The okay, city was so over. So what's all, what's strange with the page storyline is that it feels like the Andreaness is ramping up at this point. That is very interesting. We're in like it's this is why this cinematic universe is so confusing. It's because yeah. we're in a whole new world somewhere else in real life. And then yeah. we're ramping up with Andrea, setting up two dates, uh, Italian, like going out for Italian and then doing a movie night. With also more it's, Italian. With also more Italian that he's going to cook his own pizza and he's telling it to like her parents who, why are they, why? I mean, like I, they seem like lovely people, but it's like, can't we just get like a, like a van back down to the city. I mean, to me, it's very like Principessa. Like she is the like golden child daughter in terms of oh. like, let's go pick her up. You know what that's I mean? That's like a very, that's a very Italian American thing. Yeah. Like very disorbo. <laughs> we don't have that in Irish American culture. It's very much like we're just all trying to figure it out together. Maybe we can order like a fish and a chip. That's Irish American culture. Okay. But so this episode, I'm like keeping my eye. There's like two moments where like Craig is kind of a little flirty with, with Paige when -hmm. he's like knocking on the closet door. And then when they're like laying in the vestibule, even though Paige is laying in uh, Andrea's lap, she's facing Craig. Yeah. And especially like when he was like leaving her at the closet and they said like, I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Setting up this Marvel Universe, bitch. Okay. Now, as the Amanda Batula superfan, 
I got to say, oh. here here's my take on what what occurred. A producer, a producer, a producer that is Wait, like, no, you what? can't. You cannot you cannot you cannot blame this on a producer, bitch. No, no, no. Let me let me just give my version and you could say whatever okay. you want to say. Dance so a producer a, a producer that's probably been working with Amanda for years at this point. It's probably like <laughs> she's like she's like um what's her name? She's like Heather Thompson gets up, like pulling the curtain, waking yeah, yeah, Amanda yeah. up, being like, you gotta do something right now. Dot org. <laughs> right? Dot org. Go go to work, like get your check. Cause we get this like from Austin spiraling into Lindsay and then Lindsay opening her mouth on the slopes to Amanda, then conference calling it with Kyle in bed to being like, I gotta have a conversation. This is like, this is so Alex McCordian. I need to mm. deliver the message. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I love Amanda Batula with all my yeah. heart. but. Whatever gymnastics she did in her brain during the booby party, that was like, oh, I need to talk to somebody right now. And maybe it was, maybe it was like very producer driven, like it's our last night, you need to do something. But yeah. like, it's her second time with these like delivering a message things yeah. this season that makes her look not great. Well, so the problem is. I think if this whole thing had transpired on day 10 of 17, she'd have a mm-hmm. point in terms okay. of you're straight, you're stringing her along for the week. Like, can you not do that? Whereas this is literally the, the last night. Like, yeah, it's going to play out how it's going to play out. So what's the difference at this point? It, it makes no sense. I'm also a big Batula fan, but this none of this made sense. None of this made yeah. sense. It yeah. was like it was so randomista. Like we, it was after we were given like another thing that I was going to talk about was like we're giving we're doing like we're drunk montages throughout this entire night. It's like everyone mm. was given like a prompt to be like, do this for a second, like dance by yourself, drink wine by yourself. And it's mm. like so contrived at some points, but then it's like now Batula wants to go confront or like have a sit down with Austin and nobody's in a state where they should be doing that. Okay. Here. Now that you mentioned that, this is what's going on in my mind. They're probably so fucking exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just doing the antics for 15 minutes. Just so no, it's antics. Sit it's down it's and drink. antics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, if you think about, like, a party like that, it's, like, our friends, we'd all be, like, just, like, close talking at each other for a while. We'd still be, like, as lit as they are, but we're not, like, doing, like, boop, 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 boop. It's not the circus. We're just, like, close talking, yeah. trying to, like, whatever. And everyone, actually, the reality would be if – all the winter house people were all trying to take certain kind of selfies to document the night, but we're not even doing that. Mm. Yeah. I would love an oral history of the full 17 days. What happened on the days that we did not see covered on television? You oh know, God. get on that. Dave everyone's Quinn. perspective. I get, I want like the not diamonds and all not, not, not diamonds and rose pamphlet version of winter house. <laughs> Just oh my God. A little Wait. pamphlet. 
So I, he has, he has not responded to me, but I tweeted at him today because I don't know if you saw at the end of not all diamonds and Rose, but there, there was a list of people who gave interviews who Mm. were not included in the book. And one of them Mm. was Jen Gilbert from Roni, Mm. the famous like first friend of, of. and like, I need Dave Quinn. And I, I think he follows you. He doesn't follow me. I need Mm. him to release the Jen Gilbert tapes. Give us red Jen Gilbert's version. (laughs) The 10 minute version. No, because like, I mean, we've talked about this at length on this podcast, but like that one AP article about her supposed to be a housewife back from like 2010 still haunts me. And I still think about it. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I'll see what I can do, Brendan. (laughs) Please. Okay. 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 Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, so that kind of explodes. And then I gotta, I gotta give them both credit. The conversation kind of played out the way it should play out in terms of like, okay, well, like, we'll see what happens, I guess, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to really give Austin credit here, but I've never really watched Austin a lot because I think he was kind of new the seasons of Southern Charm that I did watch. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm like... I get the attraction in oh a way. Oh my god, are you, is loving him red for you? <laughs> no, but like, like even when him and Sarah were talking in like the various places, when they were like doing mm. like knee to knee, like I'm gonna pull you in, or when they were like even in bed together later, I'm oh, like, wow. oh, this is the kind of guy. He's got like he's got that thing that like he's got that charm that a lot of guys don't have. And I'm not like saying that I like mm-hmm. want to be with him, but like, he's got that, like he's, he's got that one thing mm-hmm. to quote one direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we say our goodbyes, I just want to point out the moments where, where Kyle's like, why do you have three waters on the side of your bed? And she's like preparing for the apocalypse. <laughs> and then her asking him to make her an English muffin. A lot of that I was stuff I could relate to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also wanted, I will say that I feel like a couple other details that we didn't really talk about that I want to talk Mm. about. One, Julia for the booby party doing a rendition of a look we've seen on Drag Race several times where it's Uh, like. Amanda did too. Yeah, where we're trying to yeah. like make it look like we're in a uh, we're going to have plastic surgery and we went yeah. in for the consultation. Yeah, they're bringing um, to the runway. Yeah, and then I will say, Hubhouse looked great with those extensions. I was like, oh my god, she's my Barbie girl <laughs> in my Barbie world. Wow, I mean, Hubhouse, someone who like is writes up you know, marriage fan fictions and then telling Jason, like, we'll see what happens. I don't want to label anything. Is I know. It's truly, I something. feel bad for, I feel so bad for like, Jason is like probably the biggest catch as far as like the guys, like he's got it all. Mm-hmm. He's got like the good looks. He's got like, he can get into the kitchen and like boop, boop, boop. He can like not be a fuck boy. So mm-hmm. I just like, I wish him well. Yeah. Okay. I gotta say, I'm I'm pretty sure I may have even said it earlier in this episode, prior episodes, I don't know. My fan fiction in my head, end of Winterhouse, we're getting the Summer House tease. 
I think you said it last week, and then you got yeah. mad at me when I was ahead in the episode, and I actually said there was a Summer House tease. No, I didn't get mad. I just said merely that you were pulling at Caroline, a la when she spoiled A Star is Born. <laughs> but, but thankfully, you did not That's tell not me the same. The, that is not the same. The was. You told me just merely the existence of the tease. And okay, once you told me, I was like, okay, now I know for sure what there is a tease. What is okay. it going to be? Are we getting like a tease to the altar for the Cook Batula wedding? Are we getting mm-hmm. an in-house antic? Never would I have imagined the tease being an elevator door closing on Craig and Paige making out. And like not even... It was like not even just like a normal makeout. It was like a really hot yeah. makeout. It's like well, it's kind of like two people who love each other. It's kind of that, but it's more to me like a forbidden romance makeout. Oh, where, I don't think it's forbidden. Not forbidden, but like mm. this was rumored, and the elevator's okay. closing, and that's like the yeah. drama and the mystery of it. Yeah. I mean, also, the tease felt Marvel Cinematic Universe post-credit scene. Confirmed. Sure. You know what I mean? It's Agatha all the way. That that wasn't post-credit. <laughs> it's Agatha. <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> it's Agatha no. all the way. <laughs> now, now, that, now that the Summer House and Marvel Cinematic Universes are in the same space, I would like to see um, Lindsay Hubbard do some weird musical number at some point. And get nominated like uh, Catherine Hahn. I know. Grammy Catherine nominated. Hahn. Can we fucking talk Which, about Catherine Hahn for a second? Oh, I was going to say, can we talk about Grammy for a second? Snubbing Candace. I don't think it's a that snub. That should be the freak of the like, week. You're not even like on the tape. Candace wasn't, un- unfortunately, because her music is good. She wasn't really on the table because like, I don't think they look at independent artists in the way that they do like artists with labels behind them. Well, that's stupid. Do you know what I mean? For you, for I know your it's consideration. Stupid. Okay. Wow. So what do you have to say about Catherine Hahn? <laughs> oh, just that I love her. I like I've loved her oh, since I saw her in Transparent. Good job. <laughs> She's good I loved in everything. Her before that. Yeah, I loved her before Transparent. I mean, she so. will she will eek up probably, I bet. Yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, I wonder what I don't I didn't look at what her competition is for the Grammys, but it'll be good for her to get that out of the way. Wait, what did you like her in before Transparent? She was in Parks Parks and Rec. Oh, I never really like dumped down with Parts and Rec because I always like it came out right after The Office, which I watched. And so I like never really like figured out my space in the Parks and Rec universe. (laughs) Sure. But I support everyone involved unless they're Chris Pratt. Yeah, I know. That's like the tough part because he was actually pretty good in Parks and Rec, but R.A.P. Well, he, he went to the dark side. Yeah. Uh. Wow, Winter House, six episodes. But the Summer House tease, it's got to be around the corner. I'm I'm thinking February. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That'll be great. Oh, my God. And, like, all the answers will be finally answered. <laughs> all the questions will be <laughs> <laughs> 
all the answers, all the answers will finally be answered. You heard it here they will, first. Uh, they will. I just want to know, like, who is our rosé glass holder? It sounds like me right now. <laughs> Am I the rosé glass holder? Wow. I think we got. Am a, I the villain? <laughs> maybe I am the dog doggone villain. Okay. We need to move on to our freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. The freak is all you. Cause I haven't not took in this content. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Alex and I, after like a fun little Saturday day into night situation, we came home. Um, and sometimes the way you describe things is so funny. A day into night situation that is, but you know what I mean. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean by a day into night situation? No, I just wanted to land on the fact like that's a very funny description for something. Yeah. Okay. So from a day into night, we're home by like ten, right? So or maybe even eleven. So it's like time for a little bit of TV. We've been obviously hopping on the Peacock train with Ultimate Girls Trip, mm-hmm. aka Rugged. So let's flip on to some Peacock, Paris and Love, Kyle, Kathy. That's what's being sold to us. Oh my God. The the I mean the two stars of the show, Paris and the Man. His name's not like Ports or something? Or like something Ru- Cameron Ruham or something something with a C. And then his last name is a room. Ru- I don't know. <laughs> um, these are not stars. And Paris, like, you would think that she would have learned from the not hot reception to the Netflix Paris cooking show that mm-hmm. you gotta drop the act. Like, enough. You're not selling it. Like, if Kathy's shtick is an act, which I don't care if it is or is not. If it is, she's selling it. And if it's not great, but mm-hmm. either way, like I'm being entertained the Paris shit. I'm not buying it. And it's also not entertaining. Well, I have not seen this, but I feel like the Paris act works in a very specific circumstance. Like if she's still on the simple life with uh, Nicole, yeah, like that's when that works. But we've seen behind that, since then yeah. so it's not gonna work like it, it'll work when you're interacting with strangers mm-hmm. but if i'm watching you engage on your marriage journey i don't want to see you portraying a character <laughs> you know right yeah so sad to say we will probably not be continuing that journey paris and love is the freak of the week Brendan, who is our one true queen so Zen Wen, Dr. Wendy Osefo, became the first housewife to ever appear on Las Culturistas this week. Um, which I know. Is the we, love, we love promoting other podcasts. Here's the thing. I mean, there's I listen to so many podcasts a week. There's a lot of love to go around. This is the yeah. podcast, obviously, hosted by Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers. And it just to hear a housewife like Dr. Wendy in a sit down interview that lasts like basically an hour is a joy. Cause I feel like you only mm. see, you only hear these, these women talk in like snippets. So it's nice to hear them mm. unedited for an hour. And then she did um, her, I don't think so honey, which is their like, yeah, it's, it's their traditional, like 
end of episode thing where each person picks and like takes down something they're frustrated with. And she did it about these celebrities and millionaires going to space specifically like calling out <laughs> Michael Strahan. And it was really, it was really, it was really funny. Okay. But the thing that's particularly good about it is that she learned what I don't think so, honey, by watching the two of them do it. So she did mm-hmm. not have the opportunity to prepare for it. Yeah. I, I, I could, I could imagine maybe pre recording, she might've been prepped for it, but maybe did not like put it together that she actually needs to do something. Cause the right, way that their can... conversation was flowing sounded like she just figured it out on the spot and which then solidified what she said on the show in terms of her being paid for her words. Yes. And you can also tell that she wasn't necessarily completely prepared for it by the fact that she did not start out with using the words, I don't think so, honey, which is like kind of the (laughs) traditional way to to start out like how you're doing this. But then by the end of it, she had said, I don't think so, honey, in a way that made both of the hosts like kind of scream laugh, which made it like 10 times better. Yeah. I mean, it's just great. Also listening to her talk about things that she does not talk about, you know? Yeah. 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 And she like her talking about like her, that, that the best part about that podcast is learning what people's like first mm. moment that like made them get invested in culture is mm-hmm. and hers are interesting and like surprising. And so like, go yeah. listen to them, turn off this podcast. Now we're almost over. Anyways, oh my God. Well, go listen to them. Time. <laughs> As if they need the advertising from us. I know, please <laughs> so, so, shine the light here. <laughs> one sentence about us. Oh no, actually, I do got to give a shout out to a shout out by Emma Ross Katz on Annie's Girls, quoting, Oh my God, <laughs> bring a book. Although he was saying bring a book in an offensive way to me because he was talking about Ronj, which I would never say bring a book to. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But we, I still love you, Evan. So, <laughs> um, wow. Dan is saying, Dan is saying, don't shut up, Evan. Yeah, I'm saying don't shut up, especially when it comes to bringing a book. Yes. Uh, wow. What a week. What a day. It's Thanksgiving, baby. Pass the mashed potatoes. Head on over to comethroughqueen.com. Links mm-hmm. to everything. A meaty Thanksgiving <laughs> pre-show this week, I would say, on the Patreon. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, wow. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.